Welcome to CEO Conversations, the private practice podcast. I'm your host, Brandi Mabra. This is your one-stop shop to learn the business side of your practice on a deeper level. On this show, we empower you to own your CEO status to scale your practice for growth, sustainability, and profit. Listen in as we talk about how to market your practice to gain more visibility, hire, build, and engage your ride-or-die dream team, create streamlined operations, and make financial decisions as a CEO. It's time to show up as a confident leader to create a practice and life you love. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of CEO Conversations, the private practice podcast. I am really excited for this episode. We have our first guest of 2024. Yay. So we are going to be speaking with Brittany Lynn, who is a CEO and PER strategist. In this episode, there were so many great gems and it's basically like a workshop style. So if you are listening, you want to make sure you take notes. You want to make sure that you're writing down some nuggets, especially if you are looking to build authority in your space. One of the things that I know to be true, and I always say this to my clients, is that because you are credentialed the way that you are, and because you have the experience and the expertise of just what you do every day, regardless of the specialty, you need to be in a place of authority. There are too many people who go out and say the most craziest things, who don't have the expertise, who don't have the education, who don't have the experience, who haven't seen what you've seen, putting their nuggets or gems or whatever they think out into the marketplace. So if you are thinking like, oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, who am I? I don't want to end up being in some of these places because no one's gonna listen to me. But really deep down inside, you know that you could make a difference in such a bigger way. This episode is for you. Definitely, definitely. So I love the fact of who we end up working with. They have books. They have been featured in really big, high publications like Essence. They speak on stages, like really big stages. They have global ambitions. Uh, Just wanting to do more work in the world than just what happens every day in their practice. If you are one, where you are like, I just want to make the local impact and and I want to make sure that I'm helping folks community-wise, that's great too. You can still be an authority in your space, right? And so the whole point of this conversation and the reason why I wanted to make sure we talked about it is I don't want anybody to hide. I don't want anybody to dim their light because I think that they're not good enough or they think no one will listen to them because Brittany will state this in the interview, publications, TV, uh, book deals, all of the things um, are looking for folks like you, folks again, who are credentialed, have the education, have the experience and actually know what they're talking about compared to a lot of the people who are going after these opportunities in really feeding them nonsense. So let me tell you more about Brittany. So Brittany has been in the PR and online marketing industry for over 13 years, beginning her career working in-house for a recruitment company and then at a university in downtown Milwaukee. But after one bad job, awful boss, and finding the online entrepreneur space through podcasts, she and her husband decided to pay off $50,000 worth of debt in order for Brittany to be able to start her own business. She and her husband and her two lab hound dogs recently lived and traveled full time out of their self-converted Sprinter van and now reside in sunny San Diego, California. So as you listen in, 
we touch on some of some of Brittany's adventures, but really the nuggets of the whole conversation and the meats and the potatoes is like the PR strategies that you can implement starting today inside of your practice in order to gain more exposure, gain more visibility. And it's all organic. So you don't have to put a lot of money into ads and all this stuff, right? And you can build authority in such a big way in order to help the people that you're here to serve. Hello, hello. I'm so excited. We have Brittany Lynn here, who is one of my favorite, actually, she's my only favorite PR person. Um, so I had the blessing. <laughs> I'm so of honored. Being, <laughs> I had the blessing of being able to work with Brittany in the past. And I know that she even came and spoke to our private practice CEO group and was able to provide some amazing insights when it comes to getting media and publications and features, you know, as a private practice owner. And so I invited her today to talk CEO conversations and what we can do to maybe help increase your reach and definitely be able to build your authority when it comes to growing and scaling your practice. So welcome, Brittany. Yes, thank you so much. It's the first podcast interview of the year for me. And honestly, um, it's been a bit since I've been on a podcast. So I used to do a ton of podcasts. We're going to talk all about podcasts today. <laughs> um, so I'm excited to be back. I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else but you. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So tell folks a little bit about yourself. I know that they heard a little bit before the episode even started, but um, tell them more. Yeah. Um, so my name is Brittany Lynn and just a fun fact, this will be, this will keep me in your mind later on when you're like, what was that great interview about PR? <laughs> um, my middle name is also Lynn. So my name is Brittany Lynn Lynn. I married into that. It's a whole thing with the banks and paperwork, all that kind of stuff. It's just a fun way to be memorable. Um, and I have a PR and partnerships agency called the human connection agency. Um, I have had that business for seven, eight years now, um, graduated with a PR degree, um, had worked in corporate, um, in recruitment and at a university, um, doing PR marketing, social media, all that kind of stuff. And then I was like, you know what, let's just see if I can do this on my own. Um, so I took my business full-time in 2016. Um, and we've really focused on PR, um, specifically over that amount of time. And, um, what I mean by PR, and again, we're going to talk all about this in this interview. Um, you know, we pitch for podcast interviews for publications, um, print and online publications, um, and TV, both local and national. And then we also do, you know, pitching for like Instagram lives with people. Um, we've added a partnerships um, side of our business where we pitch for paid speaking opportunities, corporate workshops, brand partnerships, that kind of stuff. Um, but really our bread and butter is PR, visibility, getting out there. And I'm sure everyone listening maybe has some things in their head about what that means for them. Maybe they think that they're not ready or maybe they think they are ready, but they don't know where to start. Um, so we're going to cover, we're going to cover all that. And I am currently based in San Diego. I just moved here a few months ago. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. How did, how is San Diego? I know this is yeah, not oh PR, but tell me how I am obsessed. <laughs> I love it here. I know why everybody lives here. Um, yeah. So my husband and I, we had done, we did five years in Milwaukee. Um, and then we did eight years 
in Dallas. Um, and so we did like the extreme cold, the extreme hot. And now I'm just like in the middle, like the weather is gorgeous, particularly the week that we are recording this interview. It's brutal out there in the Midwest. So I am sorry to those. <laughs> um, and, you know, I just, I don't like to brag too much, but just, you know, everybody come visit, come visit me in San Diego and we'll have a great time. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is like cloudy out over here in North Carolina yes. it is cloudy. Yeah. It's yeah. nothing where I'm looking at like, oh, it's beautiful. I would love to go outside. It's more or less like, oh, I could take a nap. It's a little dreary. Yeah, spend the, day yeah, the, in sun, the, the sun is shining here today. I'm sorry. So come visit. Come visit. I Brandy. will. Yes. I will. So you said something starting out. When it comes to PR mm -hmm. and everybody has their, probably their definition or what they think about PR. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the common thoughts that you get or some of the common things that you hear when people start to think about, do I want to add more of a PR strategy for my business? Yeah. Um, so I didn't say this, but we primarily work with entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. CEOs. Um, we work with people that have online businesses. We work with people that have brick and mortar shops. We've worked with a combo of those. Um, so working with entrepreneurs and business owners really is our sweet spot. Mm -hmm. Um, and so what I see, um, whenever people either come to us or um, maybe they're kind of right before they're coming to us, but I hear people kind of talking with, I'm having a conversation with someone and I'm talking about PR and I'm saying, oh, hey, I think, you know, having a PR strategy that works alongside your marketing strategy would be a great fit for you. Um, sometimes I hear resistance mm -hmm. from people and they're like, I'm not, I'm not ready for that. Like, I, I you know, like I'm, I'm still building my business or I, I, I'm not at a place where I'm ready to be seen and visible. I'm not ready to be interviewed. Um, and in some cases that might be true, right? So I would, if you are brand, brand new to starting business, you have some other things that you need to figure out first. Um, you know, you got to figure out your systems, mm -hmm. your SOPs, your team, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Um, the services that you're offering. But once you have a lot of those things, like once you have you know, your services and your offerings dialed in. Once you have your system set up where you can take on more clients, whether that's virtual or in person, um, PR is a way to get you more leads for your business. But I think a lot of times when people think of PR, they think of, oh, like a celebrity publicist. You know, it's like you always hear about like, you know, oh, so-and-so's publicist, like, or that's their like PR strategy. And they think that that doesn't apply to them because they are not a celebrity. I don't work with celebrities. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, really every type of business, um, but even particularly private practice business owners, um, and we're going to talk about the specific strategies um, during this interview, but um you know, everyone can use a PR and visibility strategy. And maybe, you know, during this conversation, like Brandy said, we've worked with Brandy and her team um, in the past with her PR and visibility. Um, and so maybe we could kind of talk about that too as, you know, a firsthand experience. Yeah, but absolutely. I think a lot of people hesitate. Um, and that's really more so coming from they're just nervous about putting themselves out there. Um, because putting yourself out there means 
people can have opinions. Mm -hmm. You have to have an opinion about something during an interview. Um, I think people start to feel imposter syndrome where they're like, well, who am I to be interviewed by Forbes when there's hundreds of other people, you know, who am I to be on the today show? Um, and what I would say to that is, you know, there's nobody that's you, nobody has had the same life experiences that you have had. Nobody has had the exact same career path that you have had that has brought you to today. And so your perspective matters and people need to hear that. Um, and you know, there's tons of private, you know, if you're a therapist, there's tons of therapists out there, but there's a reason why your clients like you, you know? And so that's where using PR to kind of amplify your messaging, get in front of more people, um, can send you more leads your way. And I feel like a lot of times right now, people kind of focus on like, you know, Facebook ads, social media ads, or just being on social media. And those are great marketing, you know, strategies. And that's not the only strategy that you can use. There's other things that you can do PR as one of them, um, to get more leads for your business. Yeah, absolutely. I love that because I think the nail on the head here is the mindset piece of it. And I know yes. when I even started to have conversations about, oh, I want to add a PR strategy to my marketing. It is, it's so real, that mindset and the fear that can step in. Like, who am I to have an opinion? Who am I to go against the grain? Who am I to mm -hmm. maybe challenge the norms of things or to put my story out there in a very vulnerable way? Um, and I know now, you know, if you Google me, there's a lot of vulnerable things that I've put out there just in order to be relatable and to get my story out there, to empower people, to let people know that there's um, a deeper side to me, like all of those things too. So the mindset piece is definitely something that can come up. Uh, what I love about you and your company is that you have, like, you have built in a mindset person, Jenny, who works with you, mm -hmm. who really yes. helps with some of those things too. And so... When you are trying to come up with a strategy for somebody and they think like, oh, I'm so nervous to put myself out there or who am I to do this? Mm -hmm. Or um, I don't know if I even have a, a good enough story to share. What are some of the mm -hmm. things that you do to help people tackle that mindset? So, you know, Brandy has experienced our like brainstorm, picking your brain sessions. Um, and I'm sure sometimes it's like, oh, gosh, like, what are they going to bring out of me today? Um, but yeah, within our um, agency, you know, we primarily work with people one on one. We do have um, uh, opportunities where we have like a PR intensive where we kind of like put together the PR strategy for you and then you and your team implement. Um, but like you said, the mindset piece is so important. I would dare I say it's the most important thing because if you are not in the right mindset to be visible and to be out, out and about, if you will, being interviewed, um, you won't reap all of the benefits of, of, of media and you, and you might think, oh, this doesn't really work. Um, and so the mindset piece is just, I mean, you can have the best PR strategy in the world, but if your mindset, you know, isn't in the right space and if you're not feeling confident, um, that's what we really need to focus on. And so like Brandy said, um, 
Jenny Krause. Um, she's a, a contractor on my team. Um, she also has um, another business of her own called Supported CEO, but she does some consulting in my business. Um, and it's really on that mindset piece. And what we really do, um, you know, during these calls um, is kind of a mixture of really just asking, you know, just starting at like, hey, how did you start your business? And then we get into the whole story of, you know, especially if you're an entrepreneur, you're starting it for a reason. Most people aren't necessarily like the first reason that they're starting their business isn't like, okay, I want to make a ton of money. Like, yes, money may be a factor of it, but it takes a certain type of person to become an entrepreneur. <laughs> um, and um, so that piece, you know, you're doing it for some type of reason. Maybe you started your own practice because you had a really bad experience with, I don't, we'll just say we use a therapist as an example. Let's say you had a really bad experience as a therapist or whenever you were younger or something, you had a bad experience with a therapist. You really wanted to then become a therapist to change the mold, do it different, do it better than what you experienced, be a better service provider than the person that you experienced with. Um, I'm just using that as an example. You know, there's a million reasons as to why, you know, you started your business. So really digging into the story behind why you started um, is really important because that is something that people can really resonate with, right? They can really, they get to know you and they get to connect with you. And especially as, you know, a private practice business owner, and again, you there's multiple disciplines of, of listeners, right? Um, and different industries within the private practice space. But, you know, you're helping people in some way, shape or form with their health, whether it's their mental health, their physical health, you know, the the health and well-being of, of a person. And so those potential clients, like, it's nice to know something about the person that they're going to be seeing and being likely vulnerable with, you know, Um and so, you know, for uh, kind of give an example to kind of like practice what I preach, you know, I started my business, I worked in corporate. Um, I never really had a great boss experience. And those are like horror stories we can tell on, you know, CEO conversations <laughs> after dark or something like that. I don't know. Um, but um, my husband and I, we, you know, decided to pay off all of our debt and then through that, I was able to start my own business mm -hmm. um, after because we didn't have all of the debt payments that we had to make. Um, and so and then that kind of turned into I had never actually worked at a PR agency before because a lot of the kind of the in the industry, it's kind of a nightmare to work at PR agencies. A lot of times they're overworked, mm -hmm. underpaid, treated horribly, have terrible clients like it just like the list goes on and on. Um, and so then I wanted to create an agency that was different. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't want to run an agency like that. I wanted an agency that clients felt really taken care of, but also the team members felt really taken care of. I wanted to work with people who were really wanting to make a difference in the world and really cared about the audience that they were trying to reach. I didn't just take on any old client that I could pick up. Mm -hmm. um, and so again, that was kind of like, I wanted to see something different in the world. So I created it. And a lot of times that's what CEOs, that's what entrepreneurs are doing. So really connecting to your why you started this business and start to actively share that with people. And if you want to warm up, 
before doing any media interviews, do it on Instagram stories, do it on an Instagram live, you know, do it on your own platform first, get used to, to telling your story. And then you can tweak and kind of use that same stuff to pitch yourself to podcasts, publications, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that because I can attest to everyone that we end up working with. And I know even the folks who are listening to this podcast have really big aspirations for why they got started. And, you know, mm -hmm. like building a business, it's can be great some days. And then the next minute you're like, oh my gosh, why did I do this? And then the next minute you're like, yes, I love it. And so when you're trying to take care of clients and patients and making sure that their well-being is, is on point. And then if you have team members who are trying to do the same thing, um, there can be a grind to that too. So recognizing like, why are you doing what you're doing? And then I love what you said, allowing for people to get to know the person behind the business. And then even when it comes down to mission and vision, that mission and vision needs to be so strong for folks to be connected with. And so I know our clients, I, there's this particular client that I'm thinking of, and she, her story is so powerful for why she started her practice. Mm -hmm. um, it happened to do with a patient that she, that was in the hospital and, and care that went wrong. And so she knew that she could do something better. Um, and so mm -hmm. she started her practice from that place. And so that's a very mm -hmm. strong reason, part of her mission, part of her vision, part of the, you know, values and beliefs and course, you know, core beliefs that, that are embedded in her practice too. So I, I think it's really important to go back to the why and a deeper why. Uh, which brings me to the next question. Once you understand, like, okay, there is a certain mindset that goes into me having to put myself out there in a bigger way. Mm -hmm. I need to be grounded in my mission and vision and why I'm doing what I'm doing as a business owner. Before I even step into PR, what's the first step that the person takes once mindset is good, they understand their why, they realize that the impact that maybe they want to make, like, what do they do then? Great question. Um, so you're ready to go. You're like, okay, I'm ready to do PR. Where do I start? Um, I recommend always aligning any of your PR strategies with your business's goals. So your business's goals should always come first. And then PR needs to support that. If your business's goals change along the way, then your PR strategy might need to change along mm -hmm. the way. Um, I think a lot of people go after vanity PR. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, I want to be on this big podcast. I want to, you know, be on Forbes. I want to be on entrepreneur, but it doesn't actually have anything to do with their business or strategy or doesn't support the business's overall goals. And so it's like, that doesn't mean anything to me. Like that can be great, but yeah. those are just like flashes in the pan. And I really think having a long-term strategy of it's not because I'll be honest, likely most times one interview will not make or break you. Yeah. So getting onto Forbes, you know, once is likely not going to send you a hundred new leads mm -hmm. your way. I'm just being honest. No, it's you true. Know? Yeah. You know I me? Mean? Yeah. You may have, I keep it real with Brandy. Yeah. You know, she knows. <laughs> um, now I, there are certainly podcast and I've done podcast interviews for my business. Mm -hmm. There are certainly podcast interviews that have sent me a ton of leads my way. Yep. Um, there, we had a client on the today show, her book, you know, jumped in rankings on Amazon because of the one interview. So I'm not saying it, but those are kind of like, 
Um, those that's not common. <laughs> um, so you need to have a strategy that supports the bigger business goals. And so, um, you know, each type of PR strategy kind of supports a different type of goal. Um, podcast interviews can directly send you new leads for your business. This could be an example. I'm a listener here listening right now might be like, I want to hire Brittany. I've heard her interview. I'm ready to like do a discovery call with her. So that is, is, is podcast interviews can lead to direct leads. Um, uh, you know, publications, those can sometimes be direct leads. Those are sometimes more um, brand trust and brand awareness building type activities. Um, you know, new people that are coming, landing on your website. If they see that you've been, you know, interviewed on health.com, mind, body, green, entrepreneur, that, that, that the people that are viewing your website, they have a little bit more trust with you automatically, even if they don't know you, because they know those outlets. Again, those outlets could drive traffic to your website as well. Um, but it's more of that like brand expertise. You get to add those to your bio. Um, that can maybe help with like speaking gigs. Um, TV, you know, can, um, send direct leads your way also helps you create a speaker reel. Again, if you want to get onto stages, having a speaker reel mm -hmm. is very helpful. Um, so we can dive into those specific strategies, but I really think aligning it with your business's goals first, you know, if you're like, I came into 2024, new leads for the business is my top priority. What are the ways that I'm going to get leads? Well, then I'm going to tell you to do this type of PR yeah. strategy. If you're like, I just really need to build up the awareness around my brand um, and build some brand trust because I'm still a little new to the game, then I'm going to tell you to do to focus on these activities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I love PR. Like, I think it it's definitely powerful when it comes to it almost like it, it just enhances everything that you're doing. So like with yes. the clients that we work with and for the folks who are listening, they have such a strong expertise. They have such a strong clinical expertise and they are better set up. I believe than a lot of other folks who put themselves in positions to get their opinions out there and to say all this, this stuff, I mean, crazy stuff that makes no sense. And yeah. compared to the folks who are listening, they are credentialed, they're highly educated, they, you know, help people on such a huge scale. Um, it just amplifies the authority that they already have. And it complements what I love what you said too. It like earlier, it complements the marketing strategy and you don't have to put in all the money for like ads, you know, if it's Facebook ads right, or Google exactly. ads, like it's more of an organic marketing strategy and it allows for you to really show off how you help people and what your expertise is for sure. So yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm so sorry. Oh, no, you're you fine. said some things that I'm like, I got to dive into No, those. I'm the same way. Um, like so I'm yes. the same way with interviews. I'm like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're fine. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, Share the knowledge, Brittany. Share um, the knowledge. Yes. Like you said, um, you know, PR is a great way to grow your organic traffic because getting backlinks from podcast interview show notes, from publications, from TV, that helps in your Google search ranking. Um, so, and again, too, like we don't just, I don't want to say don't do ads anymore. Don't do social media, only do PR. PR is supporting everything else. So it's not to say to not do those things. I don't want to, you know. 
I don't want to dog on yeah, those marketing activities. Compliments. It's so it just enhances. <laughs> it compliments. Yes. Um, and so, um, yeah, and it's just a it's a great way to you know practice getting your story out there, um, practice being interviewed, and like you said, especially for listeners of this podcast, y'all, you are credentialed. The media needs credentialed people. I am telling you, especially in the health-related field, they don't want to hear from, so I'm going to apologize for anybody that's listening, but if you're just like, you know, a health coach, but not like a credentialed, like Mm -hmm. RD, nurse practitioner, you know, physician, physical therapist, something like that, occupational therapist, um, they want the credentialed people. And so there's such a need for that. There's so many stipulations, as it should be, honestly, I think, because journalists don't want to just put out articles that have quotes from people who aren't credentialed, especially when it comes to health-related items. And so there is such a need, and I can share some things at the end of like, if you want to get started of like how to find these opportunities. Um, But uh, no, there is so, so, so a need. A lot of times I'm like, dang, I wish I represented like... (laughs) someone that was credentialed in this because I see requests all the time. (laughs) Yeah. So I just, it's true. It's so true. And so when you're thinking about strategy specifically, what are some strategies that you would suggest for the person who is like, Ooh, I'm listening to this podcast. I definitely want to dive into PR. What are some go-to strategies that, and I know that we're not going to be able to cover them all here, but what are like your top ones that you would recommend? Yes. Um, so I realize that there might be different types of listeners here who have different types of business setups. So I'm going to try to touch on probably the most common ones. So if you are a brick and mortar, you just have a physical location, clients, patients come to, you're really looking locally to build more clientele. I would highly suggest local TV. So let's say you're in the Dallas area. Um, look up your local Dallas TV stations. There's going to be one for ABC, NBC, Fox, CBS. There's probably four or five. Um, and what you're going to do is you're going to find producers that are at that station. You can search on LinkedIn. There's paid tools that you can use out there too. But I'm going to try to you know, give you some free ones to start with. Yeah. Um, and you're going to pitch an idea to them of a segment idea for you to come on and to talk. Now you might be like, Brittany, what the heck do I talk about? How do I figure out like what topics to pitch? Well, what I would start with one, you are an expert in physical therapy, therapy, whatever it is. Um, so first off, I would just like literally open a Google doc, get a notebook out and just write down some topics that you're like, I can talk about for hours nonstop. I know, you know, I, I don't have to practice. Like I know exactly what I would say. Um, then you're also going to think back to what are the questions that my current patients and clients are coming in and talking to me about or asking about. So we're past the holidays, but I'm just going to use the holidays because it just happened as an example. Um, you know, for therapists, likely clients and patients are a little apprehensive about holiday gatherings, going back to see the family. It can be a little nerve wracking. You know, you're like, 
I don't know how Aunt Susie's going to take whatever, you know, like everybody has their opinions. If, you know, family dynamics are interesting. Um, And so you might be going to your therapist to talk about how do I handle the family dynamics at Christmas dinner? Guess what? Other people are probably experiencing that same thing. That could be a topic that you talk about on a segment on TV. People see you. And then guess what? Then they're going to go to your website. Mm -hmm. They're going to go to your Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Um, So I would highly suggest local TV. And truly, it's as simple as that. It's literally, when I say pitch, I'm saying it means email. Yeah. You're emailing a producer. Hey, I'm a therapist in the local area. I have a segment idea about XYZ. Here are some talking points that I can bring. Let me know if you're interested. Yep. Follow up if you don't hear back. It's as easy as that. Um, You can also take that same thing and pitch it to podcast interviews. Mm -hmm. So so let me kind of wrap up the local people, local uh, brick and mortar TV, regional publications, um, you know, your city publications, um, you know, anything like that, because you're looking locally. You want people in, you know, within probably an hour's drive. Um, So getting in their face locally will be the best. Now, let's say you have a hybrid. Let's say you have a brick and mortar, but you also see people virtually. You have a bigger audience that you can outreach to. Um, That is when I would say doing podcast interviews can be a great opportunity. And again, the same topic that I just talked about, family dynamics at the holidays, that can be a topic that you can talk about on a podcast interview. it's kind of the same thing. You find these podcasts, you search for them, you pitch the host. Hey, here's what I can talk about. Here are my credentials. Um, and I do have pitch templates available. Um, if people want those, we can maybe link to those in the show notes. Um, those are free for people to download. Yeah, thank you. Um, uh, and then again, too, if you have, you know, even bigger aspirations, you want to be a global brand. You want national, international, you want to speak on stages, you want a book deal, all of those types of things. Then you can really do, you know, all three types of media, podcast interviews, TV. Again, I would say if your goal is today show Good Morning America, you will still want to do some local TV segments because they will want to see that you have been on TV before. Mm -hmm. So those local seg- do those local segments for the purpose of I'm trying to get a national segment. Um, also, too, sometimes national TV producers will watch local segments um, in the top in the big areas, New York, L.A., Dallas, Houston, um, to kind of get ideas for people that they can bring on. Um, publications, you'll also I think, you know, whether you're getting clients locally, regionally or you know, virtually um, or globally, publications are always great because, again, it means something to someone. Oh, I read health.com. Oh, they were quoted in health.com. Like, oh, they must be like legit. They must be, you know, like a real business owner that like knows what they're talking about. Um, Because thinking about it, you know, if they're comparing two different people, two different therapists online, one of them has press interviews. The other one doesn't. Who are you going to go with? Yeah, that's such a good point. Literally, my my brain, I'm going with the person that's been in press interviews, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm looking at other things too. I'm not only looking at, okay, have they been interviewed by somewhere? And obviously, 
I'm a publicist, so like I'm extra thinking about yeah. that. But even, I mean, even my husband, who is not a publicist at all, you know, subconsciously that means something to someone. Yeah. So it's that social it means, proof. You know, other, it's that social yeah. proof. It's that stamp of approval. Mm-hmm. Other people have said this person knows what they're talking about. Um, so that's kind of like what I do locally, what I do globally, tons of options for people. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it because it is, it's like, especially in today's space, when it comes to private practice, there's the brick and mortar, there's the virtual. Um, and mm-hmm. so I think it goes back to, do you want like a local awareness? Do you want a national awareness? And I know we have clients who are like, no, I'm taking things on globally. Like, you know, I'm helping all the people in all the countries and doing the whole thing. So I think it goes back to what is your goal? You know, who do you want to impact? Um, And where does that alignment suit for you? Like, where's that alignment for you when it comes to what you're building? For sure. It sounds like. Yep. And really being, you know, crystal clear. Mm -hmm. Who is your ideal patient? Yeah. Who is your ideal client? Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about, oh, they're female and 20. Um, I'm talking, where do they live? Where do they shop? What kind of clothes do they wear? What do they listen to? How do they spend their free time? Do they have kids or not? Um, Do they drink coffee? You know, all of these types of things, because that really starts to paint a picture of, oh, okay, that's how you start identifying what podcasts Mm -hmm. to pitch or what publications to pitch. There's hundreds of thousands of publications out there. You getting quoted on all of them doesn't make sense. You need to focus on where do my people read? What, what matters to my people? Mm -hmm. Um, And so you're going to want to think about that because if you're on, you know, a podcast that's about like, fly fishing. Like, I don't know, you might personally (laughs) love fly fishing, but like, does that make sense for you to go Mm -hmm. on? Like, is that where your ideal audience is listening? If so, cool, go for it. Um, and of course there's always, you know, podcast interviews that you are maybe invited to that you just want to do because it's for fun. I used to live, um, out of a self-converted sprinter van for a couple of years. And so I was on a podcast that was about cooking (laughs) and, it was about cooking in a van that had nothing to do with PR, <laughs> but it was just fun for me to do, you know, like that was just like for fun. Mm-hmm. That wasn't for, you know, my necessarily my business is like PR strategy. Um, you know, if I'm doing PR strategy for my business, when Brandy invited me on, I was like, oh, of course, right. first of all, I'm honored because <laughs> I get to chat with you for an hour. Um, but two, like entrepreneurs and business owners are in my target mm-hmm. audience. So it's like this make sense for me to do. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I just love it. I think like strategy, that's one of the things that I'm listening or hearing from so many practice owners mm-hmm. is things were easy. A lot of practices were built during the pandemic, a lot of them, and they didn't have to necessarily mm-hmm. try. But fast forward to today, folks are now having to implement more of a marketing strategy. They're trying, they now have got to try, right. You know, now you got to try. Yes. <laughs> and so the schedules aren't filling as easy as what they used to. And even for the folks who are full, they still have aspirations of growing. They still want to hire more providers. They still want to be in a, in a place where they're able to make a big impact. And so that's why I just, yeah. I wanted to have you here. And I know 
um, yeah, I mean, you're, you're amazing at what you do. And so I, I think just there's multiple ways to skin a cat is what I'm really trying to get down yes. to. And yep. that there's all kinds of ways that you can put yourself out there depending on what the impact that you want to make and who you want to help. And I understanding where that person hangs out is definitely critical. Yeah. And then I think too, you know, if you're like, kind of like, I don't really know where those people hang out, look at your competitors mm-hmm. and see where have they been interviewed or people that maybe have um, a similar audience, um, but maybe you don't have, maybe you're not technically a competitor. So like us, as an example, we're not competitors because I'm, I, we offer two different types of services, yeah. but there's certainly crossover where, you know, we could work alongside the same clients. We're just doing our separate services. So looking at people that have adjacent services to yours, check out their websites. Where have they Mm -hmm. been interviewed? That might give you some ideas, easy places to start. Um, And then once you kind of get started and get in the groove, it becomes easier. You don't have to think as much of where the heck do I send this pitch? (laughs) Like, who do do I send this to? Um, But you do, it needs to be a regular practice. And Mm -hmm. I'll say this too. If you are a person that you're like, this sounds fantastic. You know, I don't know if I'm at a place where I can hire a dedicated publicist, but like, I would love to get started, but also my schedule is crazy. Yes, and that's I a good one. That's such a good this. one. Yes. I'm, I'm a mind yes. reader. I already know. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Even if, if you have a virtual assistant mm-hmm. or an executive assistant, a marketing person on your team, they can add some PR activities. This is where like our intensive is good, where we just kind of train you and your team of how to do it. Um, But your person, I mean, have that person listen to this podcast interview, take notes, you know, even if they can do five hours a week, that's dedicated just to PR and visibility Mm -hmm. activities. Okay. This week I'm going to research podcasts. I'm going to pitch the CEO to podcasts. Okay. Next week, I'm going to identify five publications to pitch, come up with some ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, the ideas, like we shouldn't be reinventing the wheel and coming up with a bunch of new ideas all the time. The idea part should be easy because that's what you know. So it can just literally be you verbally for 15 minutes talking to, you know, your marketing assistant here are some ideas, do with them what you will. Um, And, or, you know, if you have a blog, repurpose those blog posts for podcast interview topics or publication topics. Um, You know, have a system where you're taking, um, you know, questions that you get from patients, compile all those questions. There might be some obvious topics that are coming up out of those. so yeah, having a virtual assistant um, or again, only five hours a week, mm-hmm. like you can still, you know, make some movement and make some headway on that if you're not at the place to outsource that task yet. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a testament to that because you guys trained Jalen, mm-hmm. who yes. is on my team, and Jalen has gotten me some amazing opportunities, you know, to get me out there too. Jalen taught me some yes. things, okay? <laughs> like literally, I was like... Um, okay. Can I take this idea? And I, I will credit you for this idea. Yeah, um, so it's, uh, it's true. Yeah, because so again, too, it's, and especially with team members who have been key, you know, in the building mm-hmm. of your business, they know your business like 
backwards, forwards, like that is really, really helpful Mm -hmm. because they probably will have a lot of ideas. They just might need a little bit direction on, and you know, you're okay to say, okay, I can focus on this for five hours a week. I know that this is important to do because this builds the bigger brand. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I think even for our listeners, everything doesn't have to be done by you and to, you mm-hmm. know, train up your team, train up, train up your team. And so it's definitely um, such a good, this is such a great conversation. I could keep going and going, but where can folks find you, Brittany, for services? Yes, and all the um, services, all that kind of stuff, um, humanconnectionagency.com. Um, you can go to our clients page. You can see our current clients. Um, you can see case study of, you know, what it's like to work with us. Um, PR intensive, if that is kind of a, you want to start with a project-based thing. Um, those are kind of the two, working us one-on-one and PR intensives is kind of the two main ways um, to work with us right now. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, probably my most active social media platform. So Brittany L. Lynn, um, we'll link to that in the show notes so you can get my name spelled correctly. <laughs> it's why not A-N-Y. Um, and yeah, those are the kind of two, the two places to check me out, the website and Instagram. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me today. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. This was great. And like, I just want to do, can we just like keep going? Like I want to do a part two, part three. Yeah. Part we can four. talk about your sprinter van. <laughs> like, like some, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the, the chronicles of, of that and then San Diego and all the stuff. So yes. or what did you call it? What did you say? The behind the after dark. Oh, conversations, oh, CEO conversations yeah, after yeah, dark. After you can dark, take it. Dark, yeah. Yes. That'll be where, you know, Brandy reveals all, yeah. like, <laughs> all the real behind the scenes of being a CEO. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you again. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and it empowers you as the CEO of your practice. If you enjoyed the podcast, please make sure you subscribe, share the message, and leave a review. If you want more information and support in growing and scaling your practice, click the link in the show notes to take advantage of our free resources or apply to work with me directly. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.